Hello, and welcome to another episode of the How to Save Your Marriage podcast. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Well, I hope that you guys are having an amazing day and that you're enjoying life. I hope that you're not too tired and that you have some time over the weekend and also some time this upcoming weekend to just relax, rejuvenate, and spend some time with family and friends. Now, we do have a couple of things going on with the podcast that I'm super excited to tell you about. One of the things that we're going to be doing and starting next week will be the they are what you think they are challenge. And let me explain. Now, this is a challenge for people who are married, who find who are have realized that you may not have like the best perspective of your spouse and that you think negatively of him and her quite often. One of the best ways to improve your marriage is to change how you think about your, your spouse, change how you view them, change the things you say about them. And in order to do that, it starts with you changing the way you think about them. Because sometimes I find out our spouse House is not as bad as we think they are. It's just the things that we've told ourselves, the stories that we have told ourselves over time, the narrative that we keep reinforcing every time something doesn't go right or there's a misunderstanding. These are things that can definitely destroy your marriage. So since our goal is to save our marriage and to improve our marriages, then we need to start thinking in a way that will change the mindset about our marriage and help us to begin to change our marriage. So we are going to be starting the They Are What You Think They Are Challenge. And in this week, it's going to be a week, okay? So in this week, what we're going to do is just think positive about our spouse. So on day one, we are going to write down one thing we're grateful for about our spouse and one positive thing about our spouse. Day two, two things that we're thankful for about our spouse and two things that we are that we like about our spouse. And you see how it goes? So we're gonna do it for a week, but each day I need you to add one more thing. So we start off with one good thing about our spouse that we like, one thing we're grateful for. Day two, two things that we like about our spouse, two things we're grateful for. And every day it increases. Day three, you got it. Three things that you're thankful for and grateful for about your spouse, two things you like about your spouse. So by the time you get to day seven, you should have like in that column, you should have like 14 different things. And the great thing about it is that you cannot, part of the rules, you can't repeat the same thing over and over and over. So if the first thing you like about your spouse is that they're kind, then the next day you cannot put that they're kind. You gotta come up with something else like considerate or compassionate. But you get what I'm saying? It can't just be the same thing over and over. So at the end of the week, you should have a long list of things that are positive about your spouse and things that you like about your spouse. And so in those times when you start to tell yourself this narrative about how bad they are, you have something to look back on and be like, nope, they're not that bad because I wrote that this is what I like about them. This is what I'm grateful for. And once the challenge is over, you don't have to stop. Like every single day, it's important for you to come up with things that you're thankful for and things that you're grateful for. Because once you increase the appreciation factor for your spouse, then your marriage will change because you're not gonna think negative about your spouse or your marriage, you start to think positive. So that is the goal with the challenge and that will start next week. Don't worry, we'll talk more about it during our Facebook Lives on Thursdays, which I would love to invite you guys to. Now the Facebook Lives are held um, every Thursday, six o'clock Central Standard Time, 7 o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time, and 
4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And during these Facebook Lives, what I do is just answer questions about things that we discussed on the podcast. Because I realized that sometimes you may have questions, but you don't have anywhere to ask them. So I am making sure that I am there every Thursday night, 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. And any question that you send me, I definitely answer. Now, here's how you can send me questions that you may have. Make sure that you DM me these questions and I will read them live and I will answer them live on the show. Now, the questions can be about the podcast, which comes out on Wednesday. So you need to make sure you listen to it on Wednesday and Thursday morning if you haven't had a chance to do it Wednesday so you can ask me questions or just questions that you may want to know to improve your marriage. It's fine. I'm open to both questions about the podcast, the episode that we... um have for that week or the episode that we did before or any questions you may have about the marriage it does not matter there's a question and answer there's no wrong questions ask me anything so you can join me for that every thursday six o'clock um on the facebook page and we would i will be there answering questions so that is another thing that i'm excited about um in the next couple of weeks probably sometime in july i am going to start doing this um video and audio just so you guys can have a chance so if you prefer to watch it on youtube you can do that if you prefer to listen to it you can do that i just want you to have more options and as far as the facebook lives go if you miss it you can always catch it on our page or you can um catch it on on our youtube page and i'm going to try to remember to put that in the show notes um put the youtube page in the show notes so that you guys can have access to that as well and i will make sure i post it there every week too All right, so last week on the podcast, we talked about how you can begin to rebuild trust in your marriage. So here are some things and here are some takeaways from last week's episode of the podcast. So last week, we discussed some of the reasons why there may be trust issues in your marriage. Some of the reasons were maybe there was infidelity, maybe there's trauma from a previous relationship, mismanagement of money, that can definitely destroy trust in your marriage, as well as infidelity. Constantly being lied to in the relationship. Yeah, that's a red flag. Definitely is a trust breaker. Um, Or you're lying to your spouse in the relationship. Or your words and your actions don't match up. So regardless of what happens, it is a breakdown of communication. It's a breakdown of trust based off of what you said or what you're doing. So these are just some of the reasons why there can be trust issues in your marriage. Now, if you would like to find out what you can do to begin to rebuild trust in your marriage, then click on the link below in the show notes to listen to the full episode of last week's podcast. So before we get into this week's episode of the podcast, here is a few words from one of our sponsors. What if I could tell you the number one reason you are struggling in your marriage? Hi, my name is Kiana W. Mitchell, and I am a singer, songwriter, relationship coach, and podcaster. And I have been where you are in my marriage. I know how frustrating it can be to put in so much effort and not see your marriage get any better. I know what it's like to read relationship books and try all of these different marriage strategies only to see it not pay off. It wasn't until I discovered that the answers I was looking for was not found in books, but that the solution to my marriage problems was with me the whole time. It finally dawned on me that I needed to work on myself instead of trying to change my husband. Once I began working on myself, I began to understand how some of my actions and reactions were contributing to a lot of the chaos in my marriage. Even though I was not the only person responsible for the problems in our marriage, I had to admit that I was a part of the problem. 
If you would like to begin improving your marriage and working on yourself, then my three-day marriage boot camp is for you. Here is what you can expect to learn during this three-day event. Day one, you will learn how your thoughts have the power to make or break your marriage and what you can do to take control of your thoughts and your actions. Day two, we are going to discuss some of the reasons why you are doing what you're doing in your marriage and why it's not working and what you can do now to immediately change the negative dynamics in your marriage. Day three, on day three, you are finally going to be able to identify your emotional triggers and then together work on ways to deal with these triggers in an emotionally healthy way. Okay, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, but if you ever want things to change, then you have to put in the work. If you're looking for a quick fix or you're trying to change your husband, then this three-day marriage event is not for you. The three-day marriage boot camp is only for individuals who are willing to invest time, money, and effort to change their marriage. Why should you listen to me? In addition to being a relationship coach, I have a master's degree in counseling psychology, and I have a lot of experience working in the mental health field. I also have been on numerous podcasts talking about how it's possible to improve your marriage while working on yourself. The cost of the three-day marriage boot camp is only $27, and I guarantee that what you will learn will help you transform your marriage right now. If you choose to make an investment in your marriage by attending the three-day marriage boot camp, then you will have access to live coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching as needed, daily homework assignments that will help you understand more about yourself and your marriage, and replays of all the coaching sessions for the weekend. Once again, I know all of this sounds like a lot of work, and believe me, it is. But I guarantee you that if you attend the three-day marriage boot camp, you will begin to see positive changes take place in your marriage. I can't wait to meet you, and I am looking forward to having you in the program so that together we can begin working on your marriage. Click the link in the show notes to sign up for the three-day marriage boot camp. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about ways to respect your marriage. Now, I know that many of you are wondering, what does it mean to respect your marriage? So let's keep this in mind. Respecting your marriage is very different from showing respect in your marriage. For example, showing respect in your marriage, the thing that you do or words that you say to show your spouse that you love and you respect them. Whereas respecting your marriage is when you and your spouse work together to protect your marriage. So while it's important to show respect in your marriage, it is just as important to respect your marriage. Now, here are a few things that you can do to respect your marriage. Now, the first thing and the first way that I think is huge to respect your marriage is not to talk negatively about your spouse. Because when you do this, especially when you do this with friends, coworkers, family members, you are painting your spouse in a negative light. And since they love you so much, they definitely are not going to have a good opinion about your spouse because they may feel like he or she is saying things about you or they're not treating you right and they don't know the whole story. Maybe it's just that you're, what you're presenting them may not be the best way. And so it's important not to talk negatively about your spouse. Now, it's also important to keep other people out of your marriage. When I may say keep other people out of your marriage, what I'm talking about is like when people have opinions about your marriage so they'll talk to you about what they think they, what they think you should do or what 
you should do and things like that. Now they're telling you that it's based on the fact that they love you and they care about you, but they don't know the full situation. They don't know what's actually happening because they're not there. If you hear one person's perspective, it can sound really, really bad, but it may not even be that way. If you listen to someone else say something about the marriage, it can sound good. It just depends on who you're talking to. And so when we talk to other people about our spouse, whether especially when it's negative, then their perception is negative and they automatically have their guard up about your spouse and they automatically don't like him or her because they think that they're doing you wrong. And it's something that should not happen. It should never be a situation where other people are viewing your spouse negatively, especially if it's a situation where you guys are just having some issues, maybe a little argument or something like that. Now, I do want to put out something here, okay? Let me just throw this in. Now, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that if you're being abused, not to tell someone. I'm not saying that if you're being treated badly and your health is being affected, your um, emotional and spiritual health is being affected. If it's a situation where you are being harmed physically or emotionally, then yes, it's okay to tell people what's going on. And if they see them in a negative light, that's just a fact of what's going on. What I'm talking about is if you have an argument, right? So after your argument, let's just say it was something silly, like washing dishes or put them in a the dishwasher or something like that. So let's say you have an argument like that and you run and you go tell your friend, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he did that. What a jerk. This, that, and the other. That's what I'm talking about. Like I'm talking about normal situations where abuse is not present where physical and emotional abuse is not present and where it's just a regular argument or a regular disagreement or maybe it's just a way that you're feeling at the time that may or may not be true um, or accurate and you tell your friend about it or you keep telling your family about it. Or it can just be that you constantly are just saying negative things like, oh, he's not picking up his stuff. He's not doing this. She's not doing this. Even those things can manifest to a point where your family and your friends think negatively about your spouse. And when you do this, you are destroying your marriage because you're not respecting your marriage. You're not respecting your spouse because you're constantly putting out a negative perception about him or her. So that is what I'm talking about when I say don't talk negatively about your spouse to friends, family, or coworkers or anything like that. The next thing that you can do to protect and respect your marriage is to think positively about your spouse because the more you think positive of them, the more favorable you will see them and the more good things you will say. Now, it's not uncommon for people to talk about their significant others or their spouse and be like, and say things about them. But when you talk about them, you want to talk about them in a positive light. You want people to think positively about them and not negatively about them, which is what I just discussed. So if you think positive about your spouse, then you'll talk positive about them because in your mind, you see them in a positive way. And the great thing about thinking positive about your spouse is like, even when they may do something silly, or even if they may not pick up something or they don't wash that dish, you're not going to think the worst about them. It'll be more like, okay, well, he didn't wash the dish, but he was tired or he had a long day at work, et cetera, et cetera. Or if you come if for, if the house isn't clean or whatever, you're not going to think negatively about your spouse. You're going to be like, well, we both work. It's been a long day. Let me help. So you're working together. But this can only happen if you take away all that negativity that you may have about your spouse and start to think positively about your spouse. Now, I know this is a little hard, especially if you've been married for years, right? Because you had time for offenses to build up. You had time for negative thoughts and negative interactions and unresolved issues and unresolved 
conflicts that you've had to build up. And so you may be thinking negatively about your spouse and start to see things that they do as maybe they're doing it intentionally or, oh, they're just trying to be a jerk or, oh, they're just trying to hurt me and stuff like that, when that may not be the case. So you thinking positively about your spouse can definitely help your marriage, but you talking positively about your spouse is a way that you respect your marriage and don't throw stuff all out there. The next thing that is very important, and I know I'm talking a lot about telling people stuff, but it's important and I think this is one of the best ways to respect your marriage. Keep things between the two of you. Like everyone shouldn't know your business. Now, if your husband or wife did something, maybe they bought something that was a big ticket item and didn't talk to you about it, everybody doesn't need to know that. That's something that you guys need to work on. You need to talk about something. If Even if it's something where you can't resolve it, then you two get a counselor and you get a coach, but you work on it together. Everybody doesn't have to know what's going on or what he did or what she did or what he said and what she said because when this happens you get other people into your relationship and that's not how it's supposed to be it's supposed to be you and your spouse that are supposed to be a team supposed to be working together so this is what you can do to keep other people out of your marriage and that is by keeping your business to yourself and this flows perfectly into the next thing which is work together to keep outside influences out of your marriage now I know you may have some family members, especially parents, um, in-laws who think they're being helpful by trying to give advice or telling you what to do, telling you what not to do, but this does not work. It's important that once you're married, you two work together to keep outside influences out of your marriage. So it shouldn't be a situation where anytime anything happened, your husband or wife is running to their mom or running to their dad or running to somebody else telling them what's going on it should be if there is a problem you talk to you you talk to your spouse about it and you guys work on it together now i know for me personally i'm not the kind of person and this is not even in my marriage this isn't anything any relationship with anyone i am most likely to talk to the individual that i'm having a problem with why is that that is because it's important if i want to resolve anything or if i want to make anything better i need to talk to the person that i'm having a problem with it doesn't make sense for me to go talk to everybody else but not talk to the person that I'm having an issue with. And that's how it should be in your marriage. If there is a problem, if there's something that you guys need to work on, then you need to talk about it together. You need to talk about it. And if you find that there's a problem and you guys cannot talk about it, maybe because you don't know how to talk about things or maybe because you don't know um, how to be nice to each other when you have um, conflict or different conversations then in that type of situation then you two need to go see a counselor or a coach to help you guys develop positive ways to talk to each other and the correct way to fight I know that sounds crazy but yeah there is a right way to fight and the right way to work on the situation at hand and not constantly bring everything up so working together and keeping outside influences outside of your marriage is another way that you can respect your marriage it's important to remember that you guys are a team and that you work together because when you're working against each other, then everybody will know, everybody can see it, everybody will know you're not on the same page. And it's important in your marriage to have a united front so that people will know that, okay, I can't say something about him to her and think that's okay. Because so many times in relationships, people think that it's okay to talk about the wife to the husband or the husband to the wife in a negative way and they feel comfortable doing that because they may not think that you guys are a team 
But if you present a united front, then if someone has something negative they want to say about your spouse, they definitely will not come to you because they know that you're not going to join in and that you guys are a team and you work together. So when you have that type of united front, like it's us against everybody else, and I'm not saying being paranoid about it because that's not good either. But what I am saying is like, it should be, it's us, we decide how we're going to do our family, we're going to do this. You know, you make those decisions together. You talk about things together so that you can be a team and have plans of actions that you do together and you don't feel a need to go out and tell other people about what's going on. Or even for those people who offer unsolicited advice, it's important to be a team so that they will know that they can't tell you something and try to go against what your husband said or how he feels or go against how your wife feels. They need to know that y'all are a team and that what one says, the other one will back up. Now, even if you don't agree with it later on, you can talk about it among yourselves, but they don't need to know that you guys are not united. So put on a united front and remember that you guys are a team and work together. Now, this is important when it comes to respecting your marriage. Please, please, please. Keep your problems off of social media. Yes, so many times. Like you would be surprised the posts that I've read on social media about this couple or that couple talking about their problems, talking about their husband or wife and stuff that's going on and just say all kinds of stuff. And I'll sit up there like, oh my goodness, this is like not necessary. This is too much information. They should talk about it among themselves. Because when you put your problems off of social media, not only... Is it bad because you look bad, your spouse looks bad, it's just not a good look? Not only is it not a good look, but it's creating tons of problems because you've kind of crossed the boundary. So you're not just talking to a person about what's going on, you're in essence telling the world what's going on. And a lot of us have friends that our spouse have on social media, so his friends may see it, her friends might see it, and it just creates a whole complicated problem. It's just messy. And it's not something you want to do. That can definitely destroy any trust that you may have in your relationship. And it shows that you don't respect your marriage. Because things that you respect, you value, right? And when you value something, you're not going to put it out there. Like I said last week, um, if with my bank account, I refuse. I would never put my bank account number out there on social media. I wouldn't put my social security number out there. So if I'm not going to put that out there because I value keeping my bank account private, I value um, not having my social security number flashed on social media. So if I'm going to keep these things private, like it is, you would definitely want to keep your relationship private. Why? Because you respect your relationship. You value your relationship and your marriage. And so you're not going to put it in a place where people, especially people across the world or whoever has access to your page, can see what is going on in your marriage. Another way to respect your marriage is to have each other's back. Um, Having each other's back doesn't mean that you always have to agree with each other. But it does mean I'm going to support you. I may not agree, but I'm going to support you. It's kind of something like you agree to disagree kind of thing. So you can have your spouse back and maybe not agree with what they did, but you can support them 100%. You can have their back when people are talking about them and saying negative things about them. And you're like, no, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry you think that way, but you cannot be my friend if you're going to talk bad about my spouse. You know, because it's like if you guys are one and you're together, there cannot be a situation where 
This person dislikes your spouse and they're friends with you. You guys are one. You guys are united. And because you're united, you need to have each other's back. So you're not talking about them. No one else is talking about them. And people know not to have these conversations in front of you because y'all are together and y'all are united. Now, this is important when it comes to respecting your marriage. Resolve issues before they become a problem. Yes, I said it. So many times we don't resolve issues because it's so much easier to push things under the rug. You know, sweep things under the rug, not talk about it, act like it didn't happen. But sometimes, and I'm going to say sometimes, but like the majority of the time, you need to resolve the issues as they occur. Because if you don't resolve them and you just let them sit, you get angry, you get frustrated, you start feeling contemptuous, and something small can happen and all of a sudden they'd explode because you never dealt with problems when they were small problems you waited till they got big and you don't want to do that it is so much easier to deal with a small problem before it becomes a big problem so if there's an issue or something that you're feeling and something that you guys feel you need to discuss then discuss that before it becomes a big problem and if you need help discussing it see a counselor and listen, you don't have to have serious problems before you see a marriage counselor. You can see a counselor even with small issues, especially if you realize that I don't know how to talk about this. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to resolve this issue. Then you can see a counselor about it. You don't always have to have things in an intense level in your marriage or things are ready to explode before you talk about them. You can talk about them while they are small issues and resolve them then. So when you respect your marriage, you make sure you take the time to resolve issues before they become big problems. And that's another way that you can definitely respect your marriage. Now, I love this way to respect your marriage. Put your spouse first. Put your marriage first. Anything or anyone that's coming before your spouse or becoming before your marriage, it has to stop. Your spouse should know that they are the number one priority in the marriage. Just like you should know that you are the number one priority in your spouse's mind and in their life. Your marriage should be first. It shouldn't be, I want to do this. I want to do that. It should be, we want to do this. And here's the thing. Like, you both can have your individual goals. You can do your individual thing and still keep the marriage first. Keeping the marriage first just means that you're going to spend time together. You're going to invest that time to make the marriage work. You're going to spend that time together. And whatever it takes, you're going to do that to work on the marriage. You can still do this and still have your individual careers and do all the things you want to do but you have to make sure that your spouse is first they should never feel like they're a third wheel of anything whether it's your work whether it's friendships or family they should know that they are first priority and you should definitely both work together to keep your marriage first and finally the next thing and the final thing that i would say you can do to respect your marriage is put on a united front work together talk together when you're out in public even if you have a slight disagreement or argument it should not be like you go out and be like, oh, well, he said that or she said that. No, you should be united. It should be a united front. Now, when you get home, you can definitely talk about these things, tweak some things, work on some things. But when you go out, it definitely should be a we kind of thing. It shouldn't be I, it should be we. So make sure that you put on united front and you put your marriage first. Now, these are just some ways that you can respect your marriage. There are many other ways, but these are just some of the ones that I think that are important because I see people doing these things a lot and they're not respecting their marriage. And when you don't respect your marriage, it's kind of hard to stop what will happen. When you don't respect your marriage, 
Your marriage is not going to be strong. It's not going to be united. It can easily fall apart. You don't know how to resolve conflict. And things are not good. So it's important that you respect your marriage. Now, if you realize that you have not been respecting your marriage, then now is the time to start respecting your marriage. One of the things I absolutely love about life is that it's never too late to start doing things differently or change your behavior. So please don't feel as if it's too late to change your marriage, even if things are really bad in your relationship or really bad in your marriage. With the right help, you can turn things around and change the course of your marriage. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called Disconnected, and this song shows what can happen when you do not respect your marriage. Here is the song, Disconnected. I thought I could tell you all my thoughts and my feelings. You were the one who was supposed to stand by me. But when I talk, you often walk away. And you ignore the words that I say. It gets harder to live this life with every passing day. Because deep down inside, our love has gone away. I don't know what I should do to reach out to you. Yeah. 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week, and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now, so until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.